are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Here we are. Good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning. Good, good. I apologize. Man, you my... shaved. Well, you cut it back. It was not on purpose. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, I was getting ready for work Monday morning, and my guards, I was trimming up, my guard slipped off my razor, and it scalped me Uh-oh. right here in the front. Oh, I mean, man. Right there, and I was like, all right. I mean, I verbally, it was, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I verbally did some expletives and, uh, <laughs> I sat there for a minute and I said, well, either I go to work for the next several months looking like I've got the mange or I trim it back and bring out the baby face. So here we yeah. are. You look 20 <laughs> years younger, man. Yeah. The people at work are giving me a hard time about it, especially my boss. He, uh, he, he, it just looks different. So uh, the thing is, it, it'll grow back um, in, another, yeah. in another ten years. I'll have a <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's it. It's it is what it is, right? Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. It took me about five minutes, and then I got upset, or uh, then I got over it, and you know, my wife, uh, my wife doesn't like the beard, so she was she, she was not. She was not upset. It wasn't a problem. Yeah. yeah I got to I thinking bet. maybe she's behind all this. Maybe she, but, <laughs> no, she wouldn't do that to me. She, she's nah. <laughs> oh That's man. Funny. What's going on with you, buddy? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Just yeah. Trying to stay afloat here. So what does that mean? Well, so I'm pro I, I'm on my way to closing on three properties in the month of August. Nice. Okay. So, um, and which is the most I've ever done. I, you know, at the beginning of the year, my goal was to do two properties this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I've closed almost every month this year. And now here in August, I'll close probably on three properties. So yeah. the first property Yep. Is the one that you and I talked about that I was like really, really on the fence. Yeah. The one um, you were thinking about just walking away and, and letting your ego. Yeah. Walking away from the earnest money and, and saying, forget it. And uh, I don't know that I would say uh, we went ahead and closed on it. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say that I regret it yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why I went ahead and closed was the, the appraisal came back way high like way, way high. Yeah. That's the, uh, text you sent me, right? What's that? That's the text that you sent me. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you Yeah, Facebook uh, messenger. Yeah. And, um, so we went ahead and, and we adjusted with the hard money lender. We adjusted the rehab funds that were available based off the, the appraisal. Okay. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I've got my numbers and I know kind of my target, um, what we, we we need to do with it for both exit strategies, whether we're going to hold it for a rental or whether we're going to probably flip it. 
Yeah. Is this um, a single family or a duplex? I can't remember. It's a, it's a single family. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's just North of Butler university, you know, um, maybe five minute bike ride. Okay. So it's, it's in a great area. And, um, yep. So we've got, we're closed on that. And then, um, we're, and uh, remind me again, what gave you second thoughts? Well, uh, flood zone. Flood zone. So insurance, when right. I first started get, trying to get it insured, I did not realize that it was in a flood zone when I put the offer in. Okay. And um, and when I got flood insurance on it, uh, the cash flow disappeared. Yeah. It basically doubled how much insurance I needed on it. Gotcha. Okay. And then if it doesn't make anything worse now that I'm closed on it, um, we found out that it has asbestos siding on it. Oh, wow. Afterwards? And afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, You know, so I don't think it's the end of the world, but you know, asbestos siding in a flood zone, it's like, man, this is not going well. Um, But the problem is, you know, asbestos siding is not the end of the world. Um, A lot of, a lot of places have asbestos siding and, you know, like if you cruise bigger pockets, they'll say, Oh yeah, you know, just paint it or cover it up or, you know, so it's not the end of the world. And, you know, especially the kind of asbestos siding, it's, it's a cement mixed asbestos. Okay. Uh, and asbestos is really only a problem when it becomes airborne. Right. right. So if it's not crumbling yeah. or breaking or whatever, you're, you're fine. Yeah. The problem I'm running into is that with my hard money lender, they require replacement insurance. So if something, you know, if there was a loss that were to occur, they want to be able to rebuild it. Um, yeah. And the only insurance that I can find um, that's even ballpark reasonable um, will not insure me if I, if I have asbestos siding on it. So I can't paint it um, and I can't leave it. Um, so now I'm in the process of looking into either covering it up or, um, removing it. And I've got quotes coming in. I, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. Um, but, uh, just another thing that, you know, this, this deal is, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, what did I tell you to do with that deal? Well, like I said, I'm, I, if it wouldn't have came back with Sorry, such I, a high appraisal, yeah. I, I think I've got room. I've got room in the budget to to you know a few thousand to to pull the asbestos off and and replace it. So it's not the end of the world. I was going to replace the siding anyway. Or, yeah. You know, I, I was going to to you know redo the outside anyway. So this is just a few thousand dollars off the budget that you know um, could have spent been spent elsewhere, not spent at all. So. Yeah. Um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but yeah. Do you already have quotes on what it's going to cost to remove it or abate it or whatever? Yeah, I I got two quotes yesterday. I'm expecting two quotes to come in today. Um, the first one, I almost feel like it was a no bid. He, he, he bid $9,700 and I was like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Um, but then I got another one in for 2,700. And I spoke to another guy that said it could be anywhere between seven hundred fifty dollars and four thousand. Okay. So, 
we'll see. You know, a few thousand dollars is not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, so, Ten grand. That's uh, a little different. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that would hurt. That would yeah. hurt. But uh, so that one's underway. We've got essentially the rehab started uh, on the inside, and we're we're getting close to pull that off on the outside. Okay. So the the second one that is on the docket for this month is a duplex um, that's one street over from the duplex that I just finished the rehab on that we're actually going to put an Airbnb in. Yeah. And when I found it, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're selling it for this price. I can't believe it's in, it has a brand new roof on it. You know, it's in uh, one side was already gutted down to the studs. And I think it's one of those things where somebody got into it. They didn't have the money or, Mm -hmm. you know, they ran out of money or something. Ambition and so they just had to sell it quick. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I just couldn't believe it. Uh, the duplex that's across the, you know, the street, the, um, the rehab just finished. I bought it for 89 and I thought that was a steal for this area. Gotcha. And, uh, this guy sold me this duplex for 65. So it's, you but know, it's down to the studs, um, right? You got to do some, some work to get it up. I do. Speaking. Yeah, but I was going to take it down to studs anyway, right? Yeah. So it just yeah. saved me demolition, right? And it saved me a new roof, right? I didn't have it has a brand new roof on it. Okay. So um, it's that's going to be a cash cow. I just know it. I mean, it's going to cash flow like four hundred bucks a month. It's the ROI is in the seven hundred or seventies. Yeah. Seventy uh, percent ROI. It's you know, I'm sure How I'll run into something here or there, but uh, wholesaler. So I'm okay. I'm hooked up with all kinds of, it's actually this guy, believe it or not, he wholesales from Israel. So, um, he has some, I'm sure he's been here, you know, he, he's traveled here several times, but somehow he wholesales from Israel. He's got a a United States number. So you can call him. He probably works in the middle of the night and I've talked to him several times. Yeah. But, um, one of the reasons why I suspect maybe he doesn't know the market as well as I do because he sold it for so, so cheap. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe that he, he sold it for what he did. Do you have um, any idea what he's probably, getting out of it? Probably six, six to 10, I would imagine. Assignment fees are like between six and 10,000. Okay. Um, so I don't know, maybe he got it for free. The guy was desperate to get out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. uh, I haven't closed on it yet, but, uh, so I haven't seen the, the closing disclosure, the, the HUD yet. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as I do, I'll, I'll know for sure what he's getting for it. But, uh, for me, it, the deal is unbelievable. I, you know, like I said, I couldn't believe that I found it. So, um, that one's going to close here in a week or two. And then I found this is all because of you, uh, the benefiting from your advice. Um, you know, remember I, I talked to you, I, I was wanting to get into larger multifamilies mm-hmm. and, um, uh, a meeting or two ago, I asked you, said, Hey, where do you find these places? You know, because I'm hooked up with wholesalers, but wholesalers aren't slinging, you know, multifamilies yeah. to me. I, I, I get duplexes, but I don't get anything bigger than that. So your advice was to go find an agent that I liked and that, uh, specialized in multifamilies and so I called and called and called. I talked to probably, I don't know, 20 different agents. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they all told me the same thing, that they work with investors and they're happy to, but uh, very few of them could answer my questions that mm. um, 
you know, proved that they had experience with investors. So anyway, I got hooked up with one. And before long, man, um, I, I have a steady stream of multifamilies. Some, not all of them are, are that large. Right. Um, but I found one that's, I think it's just a steal um, that will be closing here at the end of the month on, on a conventional. Um, it's a quad built in 1897 but it's been completely rehabbed and, and um, the owners, they've been house hacking it since 1989. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's an elderly couple. Yeah. Um, you know, the tiled, t- tired landlord syndrome. They're like, we need to get out of this. And, um, and they were in pre foreclosure and bankruptcy. Oh, wow. Okay. So they were in a hurry to get rid of it. And uh, we, we're going to pick it up for an unbelievable price right off the MLS. Nice. Um, so, so I want to get this straight. You, you called roughly 20 or you had discussions with 20 different brokers slash realtors before you found this yeah. one person, right? So for a lot of yep. people, I think that would be a detrimental task in and of itself, right? So I think that shows yeah. how determined you are. That's awesome. I'm, I'm a little stubborn for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife is, uh, calling me that a couple of times. I'm sure yours has too, but in this case it pays off, yeah. right? That's, that's, it does. It does. Um, and you know what? It's the same thing I did for banks, right? Um, yeah. I was on the quest to find a zero seasoning, 80% LTV cash out refi. And I just made a spreadsheet of, I talked to 40 different institutions in the Indianapolis metro area. Yeah. And I finally found some that, you know, met my criteria. I just don't think people, you know, um, you get on bigger pockets and some of the forums and, you know, people say, Oh, you're not going to find that or that doesn't exist or this yeah. and that. It's like, well, I'm going to go find out if, if it exists for myself and trust, but so, verify. Right. I mean, that's, that's right. Um, that's you can, you can, yep take all that advice you want to, but until you start making those steps yourselves, you know, you yeah, find exactly. out what's up there. So, um, all right. So let's, let's, uh, that's incredible. So what do the numbers look like on the fourplex? So on the fourplex, I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to cash flow about, uh, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's going to gross about five grand a month. So okay. once it's a hundred percent occupied and we get all the units, we're going to go in and do kind of a tertiary um, rehab, uh, more of just updating. It doesn't need a lot of rehab. It's really in pretty good shape, yeah. but they haven't raised their rents since 1989. So people, <laughs> you know, and they're not getting the best tenants in there. Sure. We, went, yeah. we walked through a few units that, but uh, we're going to, you know, do some updating, get it cleaned up and then we're going to rent it. And I think that rent will be about five grand a month total. Okay. And, uh, so it's going to cash flow about 1100 a month after all expenses, yep. which, you know, this is something that you and I have talked about. It's like, okay, I'm able to do a single closing mm-hmm. and I'm able to get four X the cash flow that I would do that I would get if I were to close on a single family, most oh, of my yeah. single families, they cash flow two to 300 a month. But the benefit of, you know, one property, one rehab, one closing, you know, um, it just makes things a lot easier. It really, it does. Um, 
so and then the the ROI, the cash on cash ROI is probably going to be um, 20, 24 to 26%. Wow. Okay. So it's going to be a really great deal. Yeah. And, and you said the couple's going into bankruptcy slash foreclosure. Yeah. This property, even though they've had it since 89 and, and wow. Okay. Maybe it's really sad uh, or something or, you know, along the way, but it, it's almost like, how do they not have it paid off this year? You know, <laughs> if they got a 30 year mortgage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they they do have a thirty year on it, but they also have a HELOC that's carrying about a hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand dollar balance. Okay. And I get the feeling that maybe they had the idea that, or they realized that it needed updating to get to pull down better rent, mm. and they got a HELOC on it and they updated it, and then it still isn't pulling down the rent that they really wanted. I gotcha. They just didn't know so, that the right way, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, um, I, I'm not sure that they really are real estate investors. They just kind of, uh, it's a gorgeous property. I, you know, my wife is is nuts about it, but, you know, I'm nuts about the, the numbers on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's a gorgeous property. It's in downtown Indianapolis. You know, it's it's walking distance to downtown, all of the, you know, the party areas. It, it's just a really nice location yeah and um uh, and it's got like a three car actually a fairly new three car garage in the back um and we're probably gonna and it's got like and the 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 bays are very deep the guy did a really great job on it um so you know extra cash flow there you know we can rent out the the car bays and we're probably going to put coin operated laundry back there and so gotcha um yeah, I just uh, it, it's it's a sad situation because you know when I think about real estate, I think about um, my retirement plan and yeah. how I'm gonna you know live on on uh, the passive income from um, these properties and these people have been doing that for years and I it, it's uh, really sad that they're in their retirement years now and they're having to to basically be renters so. Yeah, but you never know what the real situation. They may be doing this for that property to offset some other yeah. stuff. You know, um, it could be. Well, they're living in it, know. so part of part of the That's, deal they wanted, you know, wanted to do with me is they 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 ask if they could rent the bottom unit that they've been living in from me after closing, and I said as long as you rent it from market, I have no problem because yeah. I was going to go in and update that as well. Yeah. Um, and said, no, no, they'll rent it for market. And so they're, you know, we're going to execute a lease at closing. And, um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, didn't seem like it was a great situation, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, may, maybe not. And that's unfortunate for yeah. them. Right. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Let's uh, switch to a happier topic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so you wanted to do two properties this year. And now you're up to, you, you wanted to do two properties this year. That was my goal. Yeah. 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 My voice is a little groggy this morning. I'm trying to suck down this coffee, man, to get going, but, um, (laughs) but you wanted to do two. Now you're up to five. If you close on all three this, this month, right? Mm, I was at six with the property, the, the, the flood zone 
property. Okay. So, so eight. then the duplex and it'll be eight, it'll be eight. And then I can't even keep track of the doors. It's yeah. the doors are well That's over. It gets fun, 10. right? Is you don't remember when yeah. you bought a property, you just know that it's working out like it's supposed to. That's when it gets fun. Yeah. Right. Right. So, right. so now you're up to, if you close on this one, it'll be eight. Um, you're, are you using hard money? You're kind of rinsing and repeat what you did before or on the four. It's a combination. Okay. It, it's a combination. Um, I have partners that I'm working with two separate, completely separate partners. Okay. Um, I have some of my own money and then I have hard money and I have private lenders. Okay. Um, and so I just, you know, I've, I've got all these tools, yep. right? When a deal comes in, I look at, okay, these tools are on the shelf ready to be used. And these, these tools are tied up. Right. And so I, I look at my tools on the shelf and I pull those off and I try to put a deal together and, you know, go. Um, and so my goal is to try to not run out of tools on the shelf. Right. So yeah, I spend, yeah. you know, quite a bit of time trying to get more tools put on the shelf. Um, and then, you know, the whole banking thing that I told you about, I'm getting ready to um, refinance out of some hard money and private lenders that I can put back on the shelf and do more deals. Yep. But um, you know, so it's a combination of all of those things. So a couple of questions. Number one, um, are you concerned that you're growing too fast, right? Cause you came in this with the idea of saying, I'm going to do two deals this year or I'm going to get two yeah. properties this year. Now you're up to eight. That's basically one a month. Cause here we are in August, right? <laughs> so you went yep. from yep. two for the year to one a month, essentially is what you're at, which is incredibly awesome. Yeah. By the way, it shows that you're hustling. Yeah. Number two is, um, how the hell are you doing it? Because you work a full-time job, you've got a family, you know, and that's, that's the thing is most people don't realize. Uh, and I mean, here it is. We started this conversation at five 30 this morning. I think you were here about 10 minutes early as well. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I got the notification and I was, you know, like, um, uh, it's been a long yeah. week for me. <laughs> so my wife, but this morning she was, so I'll come clean. My wife woke me up because my alarm was not, my alarm was sitting right here next to my face. And she said, Hey, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah, off. yeah. So I was like, "Oh shit!" My wife does uh, not get; she's not happy with me when my alarm goes off and she's not supposed to get up that early. Yeah, she's yeah. not happy. So I, I'm very cognizant of when my alarm is going off. That uh, okay, I need to either turn it off and forget about it, or I need to get up and get shut up. it off. Right. <laughs> yeah. So either way, it can't yeah. just keep on going. But how? So how are you having the time? Uh, how are you finding the time to do this with everything else you got going on? Because I mean, calling twenty brokers, you you know, is is not a fun thing to do, right? And, no. And you know, are you concerned that you're growing too fast? You're going to get overextended or anything like that? Does that make sense? It does, and I I am concerned. Uh, I am concerned, and one of the things that. Uh, I'm trying to focus on is getting what I what I own, getting them cash flowing. Because my thought gotcha. process is, you get in trouble when you carry these these loans or these this hard money, and you're not making any money. Yeah. Right. And I, I benefit from the fact that I've got a, a very good W two job and. Um, and so I'm able to carry these, but I'm very, very cognizant that I can't carry them forever. In fact, I don't want to carry them for another week or another month. So 
a lot of my efforts, a lot of my efforts, probably 75% of my efforts are hustling after the rehabs to get those rehabs done and to get them rented. Yeah. So um, I had a duplex that finished the rehab, I want to say three months ago, and I finally just got it rented and cash flowing. Um, and that's the one I'm getting ready to get a cash out refi done. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm cognizant of it. I'm, I'm, it does concern me. Um, and I think, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, I think after this, this August, all these closings, we need to just pause and say, okay, let's get these cash flowing. You know, my concern is, is here in, in, even in Indiana, the winter is not a great period of time to try to rent properties. Mm. Um, and so I don't want, you know, where we're buying these here in August, you know, by the time they're all ready, rent ready, it's going to be at best, probably mid to late September worst. It could be October, November. Um, it's a tough time to, to be renting properties. So, um, we're, uh, once we get through this, I think we're going to hit the pause button, um, and, uh, hunker down and try to get all of these cash flowing. We probably won't do any more purchases for the rest of this year. Um, I said that before and I, I, you know, um, but uh, I want to get everything cash flowing before the end of the year. Gotcha. And then next year we kind of regroup, you know, all of my tools will probably be back on the shelf um, because I'm going to get cash out refis and, you know, get all my partners, you know, their money back Make them whole, out of it as right? much as possible. Make them whole. Um, and then we'll, we'll start again next year. Um, so that's kind of my plan. Uh, I think this may be kind of the finale for 2019, which is, it's weird it's to think good, about man. it. You're only, yeah, here we are in August and, and we, we're having our finale. We're going to, you know, quit buying on purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good so, problem to have, right? I mean, it, and it's to me, it's a, yeah. a wise decision, right? Because um, yeah. you've run into some things, right? You've got this house with asbestos and um, yeah. insurance was high. You don't necessarily know what's going to go on with that. Uh, you took a risky move, in my opinion, on that one. I would have backed out. It was. Yeah. find out the, the insurance <laughs> was not there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have even went forward with the appraisal. <laughs> but... Right now, it looks like that's yeah. working out in your favor, right? And uh, that's all. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I've run the numbers again. Um, you know, we've got plenty of rehab in the budget um, to, to square it away. Um, it's still going to be a good deal if I spend all of the rehab budget. But, um, you know, but when, when I signed up to do hard money on it, the first thing they do is pull an appraisal. So if I was going to back out, yeah, I had already paid for the appraisal. I'd already paid for the inspection, you know, so it was just going to happen. Um, and so I'm kind of glad that I, I was patient and waited until the appraisal came in to kind of get an idea. Cause you remember one of the reasons why I bought the property to begin with is because the area is such a hot area. The valuations are so high. Um, and, uh, it's, it's close, you know, it's part of, uh, the Butler University, you know, mini, uh, mini college town area. Um, right. So it's, um, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I have a beat on what I need to, 
to turn it into. But to your second question, how am I doing it? I don't really know. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'll have to say that um, I couldn't do it without the enthusiastic support of my wife. Yeah, um, yeah there you go. You know, I, I really feel bad for, for folks that um, I've heard uh, they're trying to invest in real estate and their spouses just Not aren't interested. Aren't, yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, and from that lucky perspective, in that front for sure is, uh, definitely, yeah. you know, I talked to a guy, uh, oh man, it was a couple months ago and it was his first thing. I was like, well, how, you know, are you, he wasn't married as his girlfriend's been his girlfriend for a few years now. And, um, he's a lot further along in his investing than I am. He's younger though. Um, and I mean, he's almost to the point where he's financially independent, right? But his awesome. girlfriend is not. She she's not about it. She doesn't want him doing it. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not in the position to give you some relationship advice. But if y'all don't see eye to eye on this, where you're about to walk away from your W two because you can, uh, yeah. you might need to find another significant other. I'm just saying, yeah. there's, there's, you know, that's a, that's a key piece. If you want to keep growing your empire, so to speak, and, and doing this, I said, you know, yeah. I said, but I, I don't know that I'm the right person to give relationship advice. I don't know her. I don't know you. That's just amazing. Yeah. That, uh, but you're right. I got you very, very lucky. fortunate. Yep. I got very, very fortunate. And, you know, we are very networked here in the uh, Michigan area in real estate circles she and I go to these real estate meetups together. Yeah. You're on another uh, uh, podcast, right? And I appreciate you representing the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> nobody really said anything to me about it, but uh, I definitely, uh, uh, I got it uh, snuck in there because, you know, there's other guys that, that show up to these podcasts and investor fuel and some of these other, it's like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to represent too. Then if you, you, know, you guys are going to bring this in. <laughs> But, uh, you know, everybody calls us the power couple and I don't really think too much about it because I just see it as she and I being eye to eye on, on things, but it really is a benefit because she understands the importance of the hustle and the importance of dedicating our extracurricular time to doing that. Right. And as long as we're balancing that with the kids, we're not, you know, absent parents that, you know, we're balancing that, then, you know, she completely sees the vision the long-term vision for where it's going to take us and what we're going to do. Right. With, with all of this. So, yeah. Yeah. I had a, somebody who recent, um, interaction with somebody I don't really know that well, that she's, she just started working with us and and she found out about the podcast and, and the investing stuff. And she came up and she goes, wow, you and your wife are like, a power couple. I really want to sit down and pick your brain. And I, I was like, yeah, that's new. It's kind of awesome yeah. to hear, but I, I don't necessarily see us that way, but it's funny that, uh, um, you know, when you're doing these things that are just a little bit different, right. Um, yep. just going to work, uh, you know, and it's, it's kind of interesting that the folks that I work with now, a lot of them are still single, right. Or, or they're living the, the single life and, um, yeah. we go out and get drinks after work almost every day and uh, at least once a week. And I'm like, 
I know though what that's going to turn into and I'm happily married and I'm, you know, it's going to go to bed way after nine or 10 o'clock and I just, I can't do it. So, um, yeah, but then they're the ones coming up to me and say, Hey man, so tell me more about this real estate stuff. I was like, well, okay. Yeah. Let's chat. Let's go to lunch. Now you got my attention. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I can make that happen. You want to go grab a drink, talk about that. Let's do it. But if we're just going to, to just, uh, slam some beers and, and chit chat, I, I'd rather spend it with my family. No offense, you know. So, yeah. Um, you know, I was really impressed. Um, on the podcast, there was this, uh, this 18, 19 year old kid um, that he's part of this group, this circle uh, of investors here in Michigan. And, uh, you know, he's hanging out with guys that are 20 years older than he am. I mean, I'm, I don't consider myself old, but compared to a 19 year old, I'm, I'm old, you know, <laughs> and, uh, he, he, he told us on the, during the podcast, uh, it came up that he had taken all of his video game consoles and he had sold them Wow! and he had used them to buy into real estate masterminds and real estate books. Wow. And I was like, why didn't I do that when I was 19? Yeah. I mean, what, what was I thinking, man? You know, I want so, to buy my uh, beer, but that would be illegal, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, incredible. Um, but it's great to see, you know, kids like that, that are yeah. um, investing in their future. And, and cause I remember, man, I, I played video games well into my mid twenties. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, was, and it's just, Go to work, come home, play video games till two or three o'clock in the morning, get a few hours of yeah. sleep, get up, be at the office. Yeah, that was that was uh that yeah. was my early twenties for sure. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I regret uh, you know, not uh doing more to but again, it's you know, real estate was something that I didn't know anything about. Um I, I yeah. nobody, nobody had ever told me that you could make money doing it or how to do it or you know. So uh it's it's great to see that uh hit young guys. Uh, getting involved yeah yeah especially you know the, the mentality is you you need uh, a ton of money to get in started i mean how much money does an 18 19 yeah. year old have you know not a whole lot so what yeah. was the name of the podcast no. we'll give them a shout out it's a uh, michigan uh, real estate investors network okay very cool very so and they do have some podcasts if you go out uh okay. there's there's two one of the things that I didn't realize that I um, I'm realizing very quickly is, you know, when you record these podcasts, they don't go live in the next two weeks. I mean, they, sometimes they don't go live for the, in the next two months. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, um, and so, cause I just got done listening. Uh, we were driving down to Indiana and I made my wife listen to your, not my first podcast. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you you bought that property that we were talking about at the time. You bought that a long time ago. I was like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's you know, but same thing with this Michigan Real Estate Investors Network. Um, our first two podcasts came out, and I remember recording those podcasts, and it was snowing like crazy out. <laughs> you know, I remember looking out yeah. the window before we went live, and it was snowing like crazy. So I told my wife, I said, "Man, you know these, you know, um, but." I'm sure they're doing the same thing that you're doing, right? They're, they're getting the, the audio cleaned up They're you know, uh, trimming it up and, and getting it packaged up. So it's a, a, a good experience for listeners um, yeah. and making sure that it's 
evergreen, I guess, as, as they call it. So. <laughs> well, you know, and I don't do a very good job of um, cleaning up the audio. Um, matter of fact, I'm talking to a company now trying to negotiate with them on take having them take that over. So I just send them the file that oh, makes yeah. both sound really amazing. Um, <laughs> because right now I do very little when it comes to editing and, um, yeah. I really want somebody who can really make a sound great, take that over. Yeah. But, um, but for example, um, there's I count real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six. I've got 17 episodes recorded that haven't been wow. at all. So if I do two a week, I'm a couple of months out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's about right. Yeah. Well, look, man, I so, want to get going here. So, um, yep. exciting stuff. Also a little nervous, but exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the next time we talk to see how it goes with this fourplex. When are y'all supposed to, when are y'all supposed to close on it? End of August. So I okay. probably, by the time you and I talk again, let me see when I've got the next one scheduled here. Um, yeah, I won't have closed. Uh, you and I talk again uh, in two weeks. I um, I won't have closed. It's it's at the end of August. So, okay. um, but I will have closed on the other duplex. Um, so and that'll be under under rehab. And I'm really hoping that by the time you and I you and I talk again, that I'll have um, an asbestos free property. So <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. Me and you both, brother, me and you both. Yep. But, uh, I'm interested to see what the final bill is on that and, and what happens. Cause you know, they start ripping that yep. stuff off, you know, tell them what they may find, but we'll see. Right. Yeah. We'll yep. See. yep. Yep. Always, always right, fun chatting with you, Paul. Love what you're doing, man. Um, All we'll, right. we'll talk in a couple of weeks. Okay. Yep. See you there. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.